Hi, and welcome to The Lonely Triathlete. My name is Todd, and I am The Lonely Triathlete, coming to you live from Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. How are you doing? So I did some training on Tuesday. I did a 75-minute indoor cycle. It was a VO2 max workout. So I did nine intervals at 120% of FTP, which is functional threshold power. If you don't know what functional threshold power, it is it is an approximation of how long, or sorry, how hard you could cycle for one hour. And it hurts. It really hurts. I figure my heart rate was near 85% of its maximum. On these two and a half minute intervals, I went until I just before I started huffing and puffing and gasping for air, essentially right before I went anaerobic. So I was at the maximum amount of oxygen that I can use before falling over. They say this is the most efficient type of training to get fast in terms of you know payoff for minutes uh, invested. But wow, it hurt. Oh, wow, it hurt. So that was Tuesday, and then today I did a run outside. I ran 40 minutes, and within that 40 minutes, I did 10 one-minute intervals. One minute on, one minute rest. One minute on, one minute rest. And the one minutes were at a pace of a 9 out of 10 in effort. Now, they say to take that at race pace, but I always wonder, like, what race pace? Like a marathon, a 5K? So I always push it to slightly faster than I could race a 5K. I'm probably running it too fast, but I don't know how to go any slower without making it feel like cheating. I mean, 9 out of 10, to me, that sounds like just short of sprinting. So I gave her, and my hamstrings will remind me every five minutes that I really gave it hard today. So I've had a couple of days of really, really hard training. I had some random thoughts while running. So here you go. I'm going to take you through some of these random thoughts. Random thought number one is, I wonder, is my underarm deodorant hurting me? Uh, There was a day when I used a salt stick crystal, like a salt. Basically, it looked like a bar of soap. but was made of some sort of crystal, which was supposed to kill the bacteria in your underarms. I kind of liked it, but it was kind of messy. This salty water would drip down my ribcage. Um, but who's kidding who for the past 40 years I pretty much used the same standard stick deodorant now not antiperspirant that's nasty stuff that plugs your your pores and you don't sweat at all for like 24 hours that and it doesn't come off in the shower that stuff is nasty but I'm talking about just straight anti like straight deodorant I wonder are the chemicals slowly killing me do I want to live longer and be stinky or live shorter but smell nice? I think I've probably made up my mind. I'd rather smell nice and live a bit shorter. I don't know. Trade-offs. Second thought that I had while I was running is, I wonder how long I realistically can train and race in triathlon. So I'm 55 right now. I thought for sure that I'd make it to 70. Just get into that 70 to 74 age group and then quit. Call it quits. But lately, I've been really wondering if I can make it to 65. With all these back injuries I've been getting, it's crazy. 
I guess only time will tell on that. And in the same vein, I had a third thought, which is, I wonder, will I ever do triath? Sorry, will I ever do an Ironman triathlon again? Well, the answer came very quickly to mind, which is yes, yes, and yes, I absolutely will. Okay, well, if I will, then when will I? Well, I don't know that. I know I will, but haven't made any plans as of yet. And finally, the last thought that came to me as I was cooling down was, I wonder, have we ever been or will we ever be visited by aliens? And I don't think so. And here is why. First of all, I think the chances that intelligent life that was sophisticated enough to create interstellar travel would develop along the same timeline as our evolution and would leave wherever they were, wherever they grew up, that they would leave their home planet and arrive at Earth during that tiny window where we were actually alive as a species is so astronomically small, it's hard to imagine it ever happening. But let's just say that the odds were met the distance between stars and galaxies is just so immense that traveling at the speed of light would just take too long to reach us. I mean, think about it. I know our sun is only eight light minutes away from us, but the next galaxy past the Milky Way, the next galaxy is 25,000 light years away from our solar system. 25,000. So, I mean, there's no way that an alien species could leave 25,000 years ago and arrive today precisely, I mean, they could have arrived, I guess, a couple hundred years ago. No, not a couple hundred, a couple, what am I thinking about? A couple thousand years ago. And maybe we have another few thousand years before we blow ourselves up. But think about the accuracy. They would have to time, they'd have to time it to get here right at the right time. Unless they just got here early and just floated around the planet for 100,000 years. I don't know. And maybe they develop wormholes. And maybe they can travel faster than the speed of light. And then my theory is out the window. But to me, I, I am darn sure that there is intelligent life elsewhere in the universe. This universe is just so vast that there has to be intelligent life elsewhere. I just don't think that they know where we are. And I don't think it's that easy to figure out where we are. And I don't think it's that easy to get here. Now, I may be wrong. Maybe they have teleportation and boom, they can just get right here. That would be cool. But based upon the science that we know it today, it would just take too long to travel the millions and millions of light years come to this little rocky planet. It seems like a lot of effort. It seems like almost impossible effort. So... There you go. My thoughts on intelligent life reaching us. Okay, I'm about to snuggle into my far infrared sauna blanket for some much needed recovery time on those aching hamstrings. And so until next time, take it easy.